Welcome to Infinite Impact Radio, a podcast for impact influencers by impact influencers with world-changing missions. Hey there, impact influencers. My name is Evans Putman. I'm the founder of Infinite Impact Coaching and Consulting and the host of Infinite Impact Radio, where I interview entrepreneurs about their purpose-driven businesses and their missions to contribute towards creating a positive ripple effect in the world. Thank you for joining us today, and I look forward to sharing your world-changing mission soon. Welcome everybody to Infinite Impact Radio and TV, the show for impact influencers by impact influencers with world-changing missions, and we've got one of those with us today. Very excited to have Anton Gray with us, business coach, author, and speaker who focuses on a lot of things, but one of those you were telling me was mindset with entrepreneurs and business owners, helping them to get the mindset so they can quickly launch a new business. Did I get that right? Or is it somewhere in that range? You know, feel free to. to no, you definitely got it right, Evans, man. It's, um, you know, it's, we'll, we'll talk about it a little bit in depth, but yeah, you got yeah, it right. Yeah. Definitely. Cool. Well, cool. And you're also the host of peace of mind, the mindset behind the mission, which yeah. is, a Facebook live show you do. And you also do that as a podcast too, I believe, right? Yep. Working on getting everything up and running for the full fledged podcast, but it started as a Facebook live show to where, um, you know, I get to interview great folks like you, man, to talk about the good, the bad, the ugly, the ups and the downs of entrepreneurship, business and life. Yeah. And it was fun. I was actually on that yesterday. So we get to share, spend two days together and that comes on every Wednesday at 8 PM Eastern, correct? Yep, Wednesday, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, just peaceofmindlive.com. Yeah, go check it out because it, it was fun. It was really a fun interview. I know he, he's he's a great interviewer. I, I'm, I need to go back and watch some of the past ones because I know you've probably had some great guests on there. Um, it's, so, it's weird being on this side, man. Yeah, <laughs> I bet. I bet. I know. I, I actually like, the, uh, I like when people interview me and sort of start pulling stuff out of me. It's fun. Yeah. Fun times. So along with that, you and I are actually also in a book together. We, we need to mention that because it will probably, by the time this podcast is live, I'm looking at the calendar, it'll either be coming out like a week later or either that week possibly. So that yeah. book, we're in it together, the two of us, along with like 68 other entrepreneurs, I think. Yep. So if you would just sort of share that with people, a little bit about that book so they can keep their eyes out for it. For sure. So that's actually how I met Evans is uh, through this book, Air Fryer Secrets, which don't let the title fool you. The the title kind of throws you for a loop, but um, it, it kind of started as a big joke, um, a running joke with a great digital marketer by the name of Kevin Quinn. And uh, he's well connected throughout the community. He said, you know what? I think we got something here. Let's bring some folks together, bring all of our, our brains together, write a chapter in this thing and give people you know, what they need as it relates to just entrepreneurship, digital marketing, um, everything online. You've got, it's so many different topics in this book. It's almost going to be like the digital marketing Bible, man. It, I can't yeah. wait for it. Yeah, it is. I know. I think, I don't remember if it was you and I talking about this yesterday or not, but it was somebody and we were, I think of it as almost like Steve Larson talks about just in time learning and yeah. it's like, okay, I'm having an issue. I'm getting ready to launch a new lead generation campaign. What if, you know, maybe I need some ideas or solutions. Boom. You go pick up that book. There's going to be a chapter right there yeah. just for you. So, I mean, it's, it yeah. covers so many, 
topics. It's going to be great. I can't wait. I'm excited for that thing. Um, I am too. Yeah, it's going to be fun. It's going to be a fun little ride and it's going to be valuable to so many people. And here's the one thing that I haven't really mentioned before, but 100% of the profits are actually going to Operation Underground Rescue, which is a nonprofit. So it's for a great cause as well. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I like most about it, man. That's why I, that's one of the re- main reasons I got involved when I heard, you know, what the project was all about. And then the fact that, you know, all of the proceeds were going to a charity, then it was a no brainer at that point. So we're providing value to people and giving back. So, I mean, that's, that's what it's yeah. all about, man. And, and it'll help spread the word on that cause. The more we talk about it, like you and I are doing right here. So that's, yeah. that's great too. Okay, so let's dive a little bit into Anton and what you do and how you serve your community because I know that um, I was intrigued when I heard the name of your, your live, the peace of mind, the mindset behind the mission because a lot of the people listening to Infinite Impact Radio are mission-driven entrepreneurs, yeah. people that want to create a positive impact in the world. And the first time that you and I connected and I saw that was attached to you, I was like, I got to get him on the show. So uh, if you would, you know, not necessarily related to that right now, but just overall, if you don't mind just sort of sharing a little bit about your background, your origin story and how you got from where you were to where you are now. Yeah, for sure. So, um, well, one, thanks. Thank you, man, for even having me on this show. I, I, I'm starting to follow your stuff a lot more. Um, just from our us connecting initially, man, I was like, I don't know this guy, Evans, but I like him already, man. Just, <laughs> you know, you're, you're, you're a good hearted person and always willing to help. But yeah, so my background, um, well, now I'm a business coach and strategist, and I help entrepreneurs master their mindset, their their messaging and their marketing so that they can ultimately you know increase their impact amplify their mission and and ultimately make more money uh and so my background is in consulting i was a business and tech consultant for probably about 16 plus years um and i also served in the military as an operations specialist between uh the u.s army and the u.s air force for 15 plus years as well well 15 years and uh you know it was one of those things to where um, believe it or not, man, my entrepreneurial story starts a long time ago when I was about nine years old. My dad and my, my, both my parents, they were entrepreneurs. They owned barbershops and beauty salons throughout the local area that we lived in. And um, so my dad was my first boss, right? And, and he just, you know, I spent a ton of time in their place of business. And he asked me, he said, kid, you want to work? And I'm like, yeah, sure, why not? Um, but Unfortunately, man, I love my dad. Dad, I love you, but you were a terrible boss. He was the worst boss ever, man. <laughs> uh, and so, like, you know, it was one of those things where he was supposed to pay me, and then I never really got paid. And and um, you know, I got tired of hearing, "Hey, it's a family business." I'm like, this. I didn't think this was how this whole work world was supposed to work. And so, you know, I started doing odd end things for the barbers that were there, and I started uh, making lunch runs. This was like the thing that really clicked for me as far as entrepreneurship. Um, cause it was like Uber eats before Uber eats, right? The barbers <laughs> right. carried cash. They didn't, they, their schedules were jam packed. So they never went to get lunch. And I was like, listen, I gotta go get my lunch. You guys want me to pick you something up. And what I found out was most barbers are terrible at math as well. Right. And so they'd give me 10, 15 bucks for a $6 <laughs> sandwich and say, keep the change. And I'm just like, wait a second here. I, I'm, I, I'm on to something. So that started adding up really quick. And that's when that entrepreneur bug bit me to where I realized that if you were willing to 
you know, solve problems for people, then you can, you could potentially make a lot of money. Um, and, and so I got into the work world. My parents kind of steered me towards the school route, college, get a job, all of that. I think they understood how challenging being an entrepreneur was and how they had up and down months and all that good stuff. But so that's the path I went, the regular path, man. I went to college, got good grades, got a good job, and I started climbing up through the corporate ladder. But there was always that part of me just pulling at me like, dude, you, you can be doing way more than than just this job. And I think as I got further and further in my career, uh, especially after I had kids, my wife and I have four kids. Well, she's got five. I'm the fifth kid, but I've got four kids. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but that, um, that's the same in our household. I wonder if that's how it works in a lot of these households. <laughs> it is, man. Listen, I'm never growing up, man. Um, but, but as I got older and I had kids, I started just kind of look at things differently and the nine to five grind, man, it, 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 it was great, but at the same time, it started getting old, and, and it, it was just one of those things where that, my inner voice got louder and louder and louder as the years went by. Like, dude, you're settling. You could be doing so much more. You can be helping so many more people. Um, but, you know, there was always that fear of, well, how do I leave behind a strong six-figure salary and the security and, you know, all of that that people, you know, aspire to have? You know, I had it, and it was it was it was i put it put me in a very weird space because i was grateful you know for the position that i was in but at the same time i was i was always curious whether i was settling and whether there was more out of life uh for me you know and and it 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 pulled on me so hard to where it really took a shot at me when it came to health i started developing uh stress and anxiety and all of that. And I hadn't even realized it until I went to the doctors one time and they wanted to get me, they wanted me to get tested for depression. Wow. And I was like, wait a second, what? No, hell no. I'm not, I'm not doing that. Like, why would I even have to do that? But then I started to really look at, you know, everything and how it just, the little things that had been piling up over the years. And, you know, that's kind of when I, I, I took it amongst myself. To, I was like, you know what? I had an inner conversation. I was just like, you've got to make a change, dude. You've got to make a change because if you don't, right, it's you're either going to continue to go through this life just miserable, waking up to where I had to like drag myself out of bed and and you know to the point where every time I went to open my office door, I'd have like a fit of anxiety and it just it was weird and um and so I said, listen, I've got to put a plan in place because if I don't, I'll always have that what if. And I think that is what really started to scare me when I came home and I looked in the face of my kids and that what if, you know, the, the, the positive, what if, well, the, the regret, the what if of regret started speaking louder of the what if when it comes to losing, you know, the potential security and all of that stuff. So it's, you know, that's a roundabout way of saying now I'm here, man. Now I'm, (laughs) I'm in entrepreneurship and, uh, you know, my wife has my back. I really just decided, you know what, I'm going to make the jump. And I feel that my skill set is enough to start really helping people. Um, and and I, it took me finding a coach to help me. Ironic, right? A business coach with a coach. But it took yeah. me finding a coach to say, hey, dude, listen, this is your real talent. This is your real skill set. Here's how you can relate everything that you've been doing in the work world and roll it into entrepreneurship and make an even bigger impact. And that's kind of what drives me today. Yeah, I love that. Well, there's two things I want to jump back on on that. And the first one, um, the coach part, you know, there is, you hear this a lot. And I think it's funny because you, the higher you go up 
into the world of successful people. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm just wondering if you agree with this or if I'm just making all this up, but you look at professional athletes, you know, mm-hmm. you look at successful entrepreneurs like Russell Brunson, Alex Sharfin, um, people like that, they still have coaches, you know, yeah. and I'm not talking about like the coach that coaches the team, but even they have, you know, athletic, like Steph Curry has a trainer, a coach that trains him on these crazy skills and that's how he became who he became he was always good he was always successful but now he you know he would have never become the mvp without that right so i think that's a good point that you make and i think so many entrepreneurs need to look at that and say and and i actually heard this like if your coach doesn't have a coach then you need to find another coach (laughs) you know (laughs) yeah i agree it's it's one of those things man where i like to say it's hard to see the picture when you're in the frame yeah. Right. And it's good that. to have an outside outside eye looking in and, and showing you kind of, you know, how you can be using your talents and your gifts and your abilities a little bit differently to continue to grow. That's one thing I love about athletes, man. And I, the whole self-made, I, I don't I really don't believe in self-made. I think that they're even if they do it on their own, there's always a point to where they were either inspired by somebody or they were motivated by somebody, whether that was somebody that told them no. And they said, hey, mm-hmm. I'm going to show you, right? Or, or something like that. But there's always some type of influence that pushes people to the next level. And so that's why I feel that coaches are incredibly important. I mean, if you look at all the greats, like you said, every successful person that we see or that we idolize or that we admire more than likely has somebody either before them that, you know, guided them to the point that they are or behind them that, that's helping them out. And, yeah. and so that's why I feel it's incredibly important. Yeah, definitely. Whether you call them mentors, coaches, whatever, everybody yeah. has them. That's really successful. Um, yeah. And I love that, that the way you, the way you framed that, <laughs> the way you said that, where it's like, you know, you can't see outside the frame when you're in it, or I, I just butchered what you said, but. <laughs> no, it's not good, man. I like, I like it. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so that, and the one other thing I wanted to just go back a little further um, before we move forward is something you and I touched on this a little bit and your story was a little bit different, but it's the thing that I see this with almost everybody that comes on here. Almost everybody, it's a polarity where they're doing something and it just doesn't feel right or it's not the right thing. And then they switch to this other thing and it's such a cool journey to, you know, I'm sure it doesn't feel cool while you're in it, but when you take this (laughs) step back and look at all the people I've interviewed on this show, they all seem to go through that experience. So it seems to be that this is something that we shouldn't feel like, woe is me, this is happening to me. I mean, look at what it's doing for others like yourself. It's leading you to where you need to go. But I think the key is, is that life will teach you, it will continue to teach you lessons until you learn them. Um, And so with you, it was, you know, your health and feeling, you know, worn down, anxious, depressed or whatever, but with other people, it may be something else. So how, how would you say to the entrepreneur who thinks they may be going through this, who thinks that they have this mission that they want to switch out of where they are, which is a comfortable place, but maybe not a healthy place. What is something that they need to do to be able to go from here to here? Because we know it's a tough little decision and tough jump especially when you have a family and when you're, you know, you're responsible for taking care of the bills. So what would you suggest to somebody in that position? 
To be honest, I say, um, I'd say it, it's weird, right? I, I say definitely don't do it how I did it. I just said, screw it, I'm out. <laughs> right? <laughs> right. I, looking back, I might have done it a little bit differently. I would have uh, definitely side hustled my way into it um, only because of the circumstances, right? Like you said, having a family and having to provide and things like that. And it's, it's, it's got to be a weird place because we also hear, you can log on social media and you see all in or get out type, type memes right. and things like that. But I'd say um, really step back and make a decision as to what you want your life to look like, right? So three years, five years, 10, 20 years, like really create a vision for your life. And once you take a step back and really decide what that looks like for you, now you can kind of reverse engineer it and work backwards and, and really come to a realization whether what you're doing on a day-to-day -day basis is either adding to that vision or taking away from it. Um, and, and like I said, it's, you know, these are, I had a lot of inner conversations for me, my journey started literally with mindset and that's, and that's where, you know, I think a lot of people have to start. Um, although it's not, it's not the sexiest thing in the world. Most people are just <laughs> like, Oh, here's that, that mindset crap again. But I truly think that it's, it's, it's a critical piece of the process and in the journey, because as soon as you start to shift your thinking a little bit, um, then, you know, it's, it's, it's getting a hold of that inner voice. Everybody has some sort of inner voice. That inner voice is either, you know, for or against, right? Because, uh, and I was actually looking at this today, um, and hopefully I don't butcher it. I do a lot of personal development. So one of my favorite speakers is Les Brown. And he refers to, um, I forgot exactly who it is, but anyway, he says, um, if, if there's no any, if there's no enemy within, then the enemy outside can do us no harm. Right. And, and for me, that means that inner voice, right? Because there's going to be a lot of things coming at you, whether, whether it be good or whether it be bad, like you can believe in yourself and have so much confidence. And then I think a lot of us, we care too much about what everybody else thinks and we let their opinions hold us back. So, you know, when it comes to getting started, a lot of people are going to start thinking about the what if and, and they're all they're going to start making all this crap up in their head that that is negative. Because usually, you know, when it's something like you said, uncomfortable and unknown, we start to make things up in our mind. The what ifs and these right. what ifs become incredibly extreme. And so it forces us from from moving towards it. But as soon as you start that mindset work, man, and you get that inner voice on your side, no matter what somebody else says, or no matter what challenges you go through, that inner voice is that like, dude, I got your back, right? Yeah. Versus a lot of people when they had that inner voice and they get this idea that I'm going to do this and I'm going to, I mean, I'm going to climb this mountain. And then somebody says, no, you're not. Why the hell are you going to do that? Like, what are you thinking? Right? And if that inner voice isn't on your side, that inner voice might whisper in your ear, they're right, you know? Right. Why, yeah. why are you thinking this? And you, you often talk yourself right out of the thing that you're looking to move towards. But making a decision what you want your life to look like and then really stepping back to see whether your actions are adding to that or taking away from it. Yeah, I love that sort of beginning with the end in mind. If you know yeah. that, then you can picture that and move towards it. So I, I had that same discussion with somebody earlier. We were talking about um, inner work which is mm -hmm. very important. People listening to this, I know they're going to love what you're sharing, but she was discussing about finding your authentic self yeah. and rising into that authentic self because, and once you do that, not only do, does it help you overcome the objections from the ego mind or whatever you want sure. to call it, or from the outside world, 
but it also puts you in a position where you have no competition as an mm -hmm. entrepreneur. Because if you are yourself, there's only one you. But once you are your true, authentic self, you're going to attract the right people into your world. I and, agree. Um, so that was that was something that we were talking about. And I'm like, you know, I'm so glad to hear two people in a row now come on the show and really focus on mindset because it's right. You know, it's funny because I think it's like one of these little terms that people are going through now. Entrepreneurs talk about it all the time. Oh, mindset, mindset. Right. But I don't know about you, but I have a feeling that many of them are using the word, but they're not actually taking the time to sit with themselves and actually yeah. get to know themselves because that's a scary place for a lot of us. I know it was for me. It is, you know, um, I agree. So it is, I and and it's, it's, it's a tough conversation to have, man, that, yeah. that the, the inner <laughs> conversation, right? Cause you, you know, the truth, it's hard to lie to yourself. <laughs> exactly. Right. You can't, you can't bullshit yourself. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, um, yeah, I love that. So I, I want to get to your, to your show a little bit because one thing I love is publishing and getting our messages out there. And I'm just curious if by doing your, your Facebook live every week, your show, do you find that that is attracting the right people into your world? That's bringing people into your world that then become your clients, your coaching students, or is it, you know, did you go in with that intent? If so? Um, it is, but that wasn't the intent. Um, the intent for me is, I do, I do a lot of outreach online and I do a lot of networking. Um, and when I got started on my journey, I did a lot of scrolling and just watching. Right. And so it's some, I, I, it was, uh, not even sure exactly who it was. I think it was Marshall Gillen. Uh, but he, you know, he, I saw him going live every day and just sharing his story. And I reached out, I was like, man, dude, you're an inspiration. Um, and in my mind, I'm like, he's an internet star, right? Because we just sit and we just scroll and, and <laughs> it, those people seem unreachable. But he reached out literally like a minute later and we had a full-fledged full conversation, talked about entrepreneurship, talked about all that good stuff. I'm like, these people that we watch online, man, they're real. They're just like you and I. Um, but I know that there are a lot of people that sit behind the keyboard wishing that they can do more and, and, and all of that. So I was just like, you know what? I'm going to do my outreach because I'm a pretty outgoing guy and I'm going to meet people. I'm a sucker for a handshake, man. So if I get in a room full of people, I want to meet people and hear their stories. And the more people that I spoke with and got to learn their stories, I'm just like, this is so different than the everyday, what you see on social media. Like, what do you mean? I can't just open my laptop, press a few buttons and get, go buy a Lamborghini in two days, right? Like, <laughs> right. That, that's right. what it looks like sometimes. But when you talk to these people, man, and you hear the real stories, I was like, you know what? These, these are the stories that drive me because then it makes it real. It, 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 it doesn't just look like it's, it's unreachable, right? Or untouchable. Because now you get to see the side where people are going through it. And so a big part of my show was really just to bring that side of entrepreneurship out and to reach out to these people that I see as successful and that I know a lot of, a lot of other people see as successful, bring them on and see if they'll give us, you know, some, uh, some of the side uh, of the, the, not just the, not just the ups, but the downs as well. Because I think that the downs are what a lot of people relate to. Right. And, um, the whole goal of the show is really just to have the you have the 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 audience relate to the speaker and say, "Damn!" Like on even when we talked about you, you know, Evans was going through this, or Evans had this challenge in his business, 
uh, and, and this is what he overcame. So like when we talked about your story and how you reached that point where you were just like, man, we're helping, we've got all the success, but I know I could be doing something different and making more of an impact. A lot of people are going through that internal struggle. So when they hear it from somebody else and they hear it from somebody else's perspective, then, you know, it's, it's one of those things as entrepreneurs and early set entrepreneurs, you feel lonely, right? And it brings that togetherness where you're just like, you know what? I'm not alone. I'm not the only one going through this. Uh, Evans did it and I can do it too, right? I can continue to move forward regardless of the obstacles, regardless of the challenges and all of that. So that was the whole purpose of the show. That's one of the reasons I do it. And it also gets me connect. I get to connect with, with great folks like you, man. Like I love that part of it. Uh, and, and so, like I said, maybe a part of me is just being selfish because I do go back and I watch <laughs> the replays and I take notes and I'm just like, damn, that's how they're killing it. And so, uh, yeah, it's, it's a good thing, but the, the reception had been pretty good by the audience. People, people like it. And I like to get input as to who they want to see on and all of that, but it does bring in some business. Uh, it's like you said, it's about publishing, putting that content out there. And, you know, I'm able to kind of meet some new people in different circles that I probably would have never been able to without having that as a platform. Yeah, yeah definitely. I mean, I, I agree 100%. I like the one thing I like that you said that I connected with in that whole story was the very beginning when you talked about how you spent a lot of time just scrolling and watching yeah. others and you were, you were sort of hesitant, maybe fearful to get into that, you know, not, I won't say the game, but to actually yeah. just sort of start putting yourself out there. Um, yep. So other people that are watching and listening to that, I, I went through the same thing, you know, yeah. it's the same thing. So that's two of us now. So everybody listening and watching this, if you're going through that now, know that all it takes is, you know, to do like we did and just take that first step. Cause you know, yep. you're not alone. It's, it's sort of a scary thing. You know, I remember that the first time I reached out and was like, okay, I made a deadline. I was like, I'm putting a deadline down. I'm starting this podcast. I've had it in my mind for a while. I've yeah. watched some people. I know who I want on it. And then I started asking people and I was like, who's going to be on a podcast that doesn't even exist. And I, <laughs> I was really blessed and grateful because people that I asked were like, yes, I'd love to. Yeah. And um, I think that's something people have to get over, you know, like we've yep. both been through this. And so you're not going through it alone. And um, people are more than willing to come on if you approach them in an authentic ma manner yeah. with a serve first attitude. Um, they want to be on your show. They like it. They want to connect. And like what you said, I think, I think by we all do this, at least for myself in one way is selfish as well, because I just like the connection and I like the, like the message you're sharing today. I look at it as the message that I'm supposed to receive today. Yeah. Not that I'm, I was making to share with my audience. So sorry, audience, I hate to say that, but, but it always seems to be that way. You listen, you get the message at the right moment that you need it. Yeah. And, um, people like yourself always give that to me when I interview you. So I'm grateful for that and appreciate you for being on and doing that. Um, I appreciate that. Want to hear something funny about it? Yes. The Love idea to. for the show, believe it or not, was something I almost swept it under the rug. And I wasn't going to do it. Like I came up with this grand idea. I was like, oh, I got this vision for it. But I, I saw it somewhat as a distraction from like something else that I was supposed to be doing. Um, but luckily, I was surrounded by a group of individuals, part of my mastermind group. And they were like, dude, no, you've got to do this. Like you have to do this because it's, it's a message that needs to be heard and it's needed. 
And so if it weren't for them, you know, here I am 40 plus shows in, if it weren't for them, I, I might not have ever taken that next step and did it. And so, uh, yeah, it's, it's one of those things I look back and I was like, damn, I almost nixed this thing, man. Yeah. <laughs> I almost killed it before it even got started. Yeah. And that can happen. I mean, I, I love the fact that now one, you know, you brought up the fact that you have coaches, that you have a coach, you know, that we've, that's important, but it's also important. Like you said, a mastermind group, Yeah, having other peers around you that maybe are one or two steps ahead of you on the journey, maybe walking side by side and even a step or two below you. So you can yeah. serve them by the people above you can serve you and you can pass that on to the people below you to keep it going. So yeah. I think I'm with you. I think that everybody listening to this, if you don't take anything else away from this, I think you should really focus on building your network of right. other like-minded entrepreneurs because that, that has been the biggest thing for me recently as far as momentum wise, mm. you know, and making me sort of step into my authentic self too, because I start to feel the power that comes from you, from Anton. I'm pointing at Anton for those that can't see and um, being his authentic self and sharing himself. And I see it's like, okay, he, he had struggles, he had successes and you know, we all are in this together. So I think it's really important. Everybody takes that away and says, Hey, you know, get in a network, get a coach, yeah. get some accountability, get in a mastermind, something, but make sure that it's something that fits with you and your mission, your mindset, and, you know, people that you want to hang out with. Um, so yeah, I totally agree. sorry. I just I totally sort of, agree. I took that and ran with it. I couldn't help it. <laughs> no, I, Such I, a powerful I, moment. It felt like when you were talking about that, that it just felt right. I totally agree. Totally agree with you there. Um, a couple things I want to cover before we wrap it up. One, I always like to talk to people because I know this is something that I'm sure you're probably really good at. That's one reason I'm, I want to ask you this. But as let's let's just talk to those people that are thinking about starting a business or okay. they're you know new as an entrepreneur and they want to move forward. There is a lot of stuff out there, man. There's a lot of options. There's a lot of confusion. There's a lot of shiny objects. Um, I was talking to my, you know, I think I even talked to you about this yesterday about how easy it is for me to get distracted or it used to be, you know, like my dog, when I take my dog for a walk and she sees a squirrel, it's like, boom, she's <laughs> off. I, I used to be that way. And for new entrepreneurs, it could be like a fire hose of things pouring on them and different distractions. So if you were to, you know, just generically, I know you don't know, you'd have to know your, your, your coaching student well, but if an entrepreneur came to you and was like, Hey, I want to start a business. I want to be successful. I want to be able to walk away from my business over the next 12 months. What would be a simple thing that you would tell them? to just focus on laser focus on to get them the biggest impact. Hmm. That is a good question. To be honest, I think it still will come down to that vision. Um, and actually this is kind of my chapter within air fryer secrets is literally on sparking life into business. I think you, you had, you had alluded to it earlier. You said life teaches us things. And so right. I use that as a principle to kind of, drive forward and you know i can kind of briefly go through it here and and you know it's more details in the book but life is is an acronym for what i use because i also know too that when being stuck um 
it's hard to move forward. And it's funny you talk about shiny object syndrome. If you haven't watched the episode with Dan Ryder, Dan Ryder, who's also in the book with us, he talks about shiny object syndrome and he throws a monkey wrench in what most people think about it, where he flipped it on its head and, and gave us, gave me an approach, uh, with shiny object syndrome as a strength. So oh, wow. I definitely recommend you watching that. But um but but life stands for literally learning whatever it is that you need to learn. I think that we get caught up in that phase like you said it's we're in the information age, man. This fire hose of information is always open and it's always pouring on us. Uh and it's easy to just get stuck in that particular point. So once you decide what you want and what that vision look like, learn only the things that you have to learn to take the the next step so like you had mentioned earlier and and um you know the stephen larson approach just in time learning don't get caught up trying to learn each and everything because you don't know what you don't know until you need to know it right so right. find out what you need to know initially um and, and this might be taken away from the focus but focus on like one or two things that you know that you need to learn in order just to start or in order just to take another step forward right and once you once you learn it now the next i is implement and I say implement, but implement intelligently, right? Because you can implement 20, 30 new things and everything that Evans is doing might be killing it. Everything Anton's doing might be killing it. So you might be tempted to implement everything he's doing, everything I'm doing, everything Russell Brunson's doing, everything all these guys are doing, but implement <laughs> intelligently. Implement the things that will move the needle forward for you, right? In that particular moment. And, and once you implement, you know, have some metrics and measure what you just implemented. So you're not implementing 30 new things and not sure what's working what sure what isn't working so have that in place and then the f man it stands for fail people don't want to talk about it but i think that once you take an approach a different approach to failing and embrace it i think that's one of the major factors between all successful people like it's almost like they embrace that because they know that through those failures come their successes and so like Grant Cardone and all these guys, you know, Gary, they work, they work, they work, they do, they do, they do, they fail, they fail, they fail. But it, they're just like, eh, whatever, let's keep going. Right. But whereas yeah. most people, if they fail, they're just like, oh my gosh, what? And they just quit. And so that's one part. And then E stands for just kind of evaluate and elevate your thinking from that particular failure. I look at it like you, like, like you said, life teaches us stuff, right? As a, as, a, as a child or when you're learning to ride a bike or something like that, you, you do it and every time you go through, you start to get better and then you might fall again. Then you start to get a little bit better and you, then you fall again. But as you're going through that process, you're embracing it and you're learning, right? And so one of the things is just to keep going forward, but elevate your level of thinking towards If I get on a bike and I fall and it might be, oh, you know what? I forgot to pedal. Next time I get on, I'll pedal, right? And, and, and I'll fall again. Oh, crap, I pedaled this time, but I was a little off balance, right? And so, like, you learn, and you can kind of take the things that you learn and kind of elevate your level of thinking to go back at it, go back at it stronger, and it just keep going. So that's kind of what my, my chapter is about. I'm not sure if I was supposed to give that away. Um, but <laughs> I'm sure there's I, still some gold in it, even when you go back and read it. So. Yeah, I think it's hard to find the focus point because if you're getting started, how do you know what to focus on? Yeah. Right. And, and it's one of those things where I just say, how do you know if you're good, if you're going to be good in the game, if you never get in. Right. And a lot of times we can sit on the sideline and analyze, Oh, I would have thrown that pass or I would have made that run. Or I would have called this play. And then you get in and it's totally different. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, you, you might think you're a quarterback and then now, nah, man, you might, you might be, you might supposed to be a pulling guard or something. Right. If I'm using football as an analogy, 
So it's hard to find that focus point when you're getting started. But I think that when you start doing and you take an approach to where everything is a learning process, then you can kind of adjust where needed. And, and once you find that thing that gives you success, then, then you can start really focusing. But I think when the starting point, it might be a little hard. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So okay, if the before, focus, the focus would be on doing. How about yeah, that? I love that. No, I mean, that's perfect. Cause you know, without there was a, well, I'm not going to even get into that story. It's too long, but I do want to say this because you, before we wrap up and you tell us where we can reach out to you and some other cool stuff, you just gave me an aha moment just from your sharing that. So I appreciate that. What I want nice. to share with everybody, you know, I started thinking about when you're talking about failing, mm -hmm. um, it used to be even in my last business when I wasn't, when we were successful revenue wise, but I wasn't happy when we yeah. failed, I felt it. It was painful. I didn't like it. It gave me constraint and made me pull back. Yeah. But now that I've stepped into what feels like my mission and my purpose, when I'm full of joy and I'm enjoying it and in spirit and I fail, I just brush it off and keep going. So yeah. I never thought of it that way until you brought. So I appreciate you for that. You just gave me an aha. So, so you get folks, you got to contact him. He's an awesome coach. He just coached me up and didn't even realize he was doing it. Uh, so, <laughs> so I think there's a big lesson in that, you know, make sure when you are, when you are feeling, when you're fulfilling your mission and your purpose and you're, you're happy and you're authentic as an entrepreneur. And obviously from where you were previously, Anton, and you moved, to where you are now, now it makes it easier to fail because you fail, but you're still happy you yeah. know, because everything else around is happy and joyful. So you're like, okay, that's good. That was a lesson. What do I do to make this different? Yeah. Do it differently. Um, so learning to ride a bike was a great analogy because as a child, that is something that we enjoy doing. So as we're failing, we don't mind getting back up and doing it again. But like mm -hmm. if you sit with my daughter and she's doing her math homework and mm -hmm. she can't get one of them right, she is ready to quit because she is not happy doing that math homework. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I appreciate that. You gave me a great aha moment. So I'm going to carry that on throughout the day today. Um, so, yeah. So, sorry, I got a little, I went a little inside myself there because it was such a I cool, like uh, cool moment. Like but um, I want to wrap up because we're running out of time and just give you a chance to tell folks one, maybe some things that you're working on right now that you want to share with them and then also how they can reach out to you. So if there's anything you want to share with them, anything you're working on now, feel free to go ahead. For sure. So right now I'm working on, um, I'm about to launch a new program, a coaching program. One of my big things is I know there are a lot of people where I was in the professional world that want out and they've got these ideas, but they just don't know how to move forward. So a big thing for me is really just going back and helping as many working professionals as possible um, that want to even you know, try their hand at entrepreneurship. Uh, and so I'm launching a program to help people identify what I call their moneymaker, right? That one skill that they have that they can use and leverage to monetize it. So I'll be opening uh, a beta group for that program soon where it'll be six weeks and we'll go through, we'll identify their moneymaker and literally build a business around it. Uh, so stay tuned for that. But for anybody that wants to reach out, you can always visit my, my uh, website at antongray.com. That's A-N-T-O-N-G-R-A-Y.com. Um, you can find me on Facebook and, and Instagram at im.agray, I-A-M.agray. And uh, as always, you mind, I, I can share my book. Yeah, I, uh, definitely do that, please. So I, I wrote a book called Mind Reset. 
uh, only because, like I said, that was a big part of my journey. That's where I started. And so this book is written as a 10-day mind transformation challenge. And it's designed really just to help you make small mindset shifts and start to think differently about some of the, way, some of the ways you approach certain things. Uh, and, and what it'll help you do is really just kind of dive deep, create that vision for your life and start moving towards it. And so if anybody wants a copy of that, uh, I'm sure you'll drop a link, but they yes. can just go to free.mindresetbook.com and download the ebook for free. Awesome. Yeah. So we'll definitely, I'll make sure that I'll reach out to you and get all the links you want to share. We'll put them in the show notes as well. For sure. And um, get that out there. So definitely everybody go grab that book. It's free. And I mean, it's, a lot of people talk mindset, but you really need, and it's nice to have that guide because when I started getting back into this and doing it myself, it was a lot of self-learning and, mm -hmm. you know, you can try harder and still reach your destination, or you can take a quantum leap by getting somebody who's already been there who provides you with a formula right. and follow that and get there much quicker. So I've gotten to the point in my life now where I like to I don't like wading through that river all the way to the other side. I'd rather jump from stone to stone to stone and be there, you know, in about four hops. Yeah. Um, so that's what that book will provide for everybody. So definitely go check it out. So I appreciate it, Anton. Thanks for joining us. It's been, this has been a fun two days. I've enjoyed being on your show yesterday and then coming back and having you today. So we really appreciate you coming on and sharing your, your knowledge, your value, your wisdom and taking us on the journey with you. Evan, man, listen, I'm honored that you'd even have me here, man. So I appreciate you big time, brother. Yes, thank you again. I appreciate you. And we will talk to you soon. I'm sure we're going to be seeing each other a lot and um, promoting that book. So everybody keep an eye out for Air Fryer Secrets. And uh, you can read both of our chapters. Yeah. Wow, what another great episode. Our guests are amazing. And I appreciate each and every one of them for spending some time with us. And also, I appreciate you for taking the time to listen or to watch. If you find this valuable and think others would enjoy it too, would you please leave us a comment on Facebook, leave us a comment on the YouTube channel, give us a thumbs up, subscribe if you're watching on YouTube, subscribe to our Apple podcast and leave us a review. We would appreciate it. Any way you're watching, listening, consuming this, just to get some feedback and to see that you're enjoying the kind of content we're putting out. It would mean the world to us. We wanna make sure we're making a positive impact on everybody that's listening. And by doing that, you also help us make sure that other people who may need to hear the messages of my guests will also hear them. So thank you again, I appreciate it. And listen, if you've got a, a desire to start it, an impact purpose-driven business, but don't know where to start, please reach out to me. I'll be glad to jump on a call with you just to give you some advice, some things I've learned from my guests, some things I've learned from my journey. Just come find me on Facebook. It's Evans Putman, E-V-A-N-S-P-U-T-M-A-N, coaching. Evans Putman Coaching on Facebook. You can also find me on Instagram, at Evans Putman, send me a direct message. However you want to reach out to me, just please do it. I'll be glad to jump on and help you out. And if you think you're perfect for this podcast, I can't wait to hear from you. So reach out to me as well. Thank you again. Look forward to seeing you on the next Infinite Impact Radio episode.